0: You guys, I just uh, I don't know. I don't know that I can do this anymore. I I totally wrote off a sponsor that I had the possibility of getting some money from. No. It was a big name and I'm just no. uh, I'm just so sad
1: Lucas, about it. This is not but the way I'm we even, want to start our podcast. Are you uh, okay? I, 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 we're I'm here for you. so sad about it. The audience They were going to give
2: here. us they're listening.
0: I know. They were going to give us $100 million <laughs> no, to
2: advertise their products. I was I was about to try to comfort you and console you, but now I'm pissed.
0: What have you done? They you were going to give us $100 Why did you turn dollars? them away? Who were they? I don't even remember. They beat me up and threw me in a shed and gave me drugs <laughs> so that I would not remember. The only thing that was left was a post-it note on my head that said, You would have had $100 million, you, idiot, <laughs> you dumb, <laughs> stupid idiot.
1: I hate it when that happens.
0: The worst part about it all is this is the same week that I lost my family. They're just lost. (laughs) I don't know where the heck they are. Just disappeared. We were on a wilderness (laughs) campout, and I was sleeping in the tent, and I woke up, and they were just gone. They just left, and when I came back to my house, there was no one here. And so, basically, the ad for this week is something a product that i've created called um feel good happy times it's a it's a pill that i concocted out of olive oil and melted cheese and it's it's highly concentrated and when you take it it, i'm sorry i'm just getting a little emotional it makes it so you feel better it makes it so to forget about the 100 million dollars you lost <laughs> about your family that ran away from you in the and,
2: wilderness, <laughs> in please, wilderness. Go to, <laughs> please go to
0: please go to oiledcheesepill.com/orangepointquery for your first pill free it's really good i hope you guys like it that's it for the
2: ad this week did did you just sponsor the show with your own product
0: Welcome back to the Orange Boy Inquiry. Yo. Did you just cough? I coughed the right of when of you the <laughs> said opening that. Phrase. Say it again. <sighs> they won't know. <notice>. Welcome back. <sighs> Sorry. Oh, Niall.
2: Do it again. One more time. Sorry. I'll stop.
0: Welcome back to the Orange Boy Inquiry. First try. My name is Lucas. My name is Niall. Jared.
2: God! Great. Great. First
0: try. 100% accurate and Easy. perfect. Easy. Very Very easy and very nice. And I'm Jared. My name is Lucas.
2: And my name is Niall.
0: And this week we will be talking about (laughs) the recently released Disney Plus television program known as The Falcon and the Winter Soldier.
1: (laughs) Whoa. So if
0: you do not know, this is a Disney Plus streaming exclusive. There are only six episodes, but they're about an hour each. So it's a whole treasure trove of new Marvel content. As we talked about last week, um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier were both characters introduced in Phase 2, actually. And they've kind of been sub characters, side characters up till this point, where they were the headliners, the main characters of their own show. And yeah, we just are going to talk about it what we liked, what we didn't like, the future based on what has happened so far, and just kind of go from here.
1: I think so. I think this could easily be called Captain America 4. Yeah, seriously. In in my opinion. Well, so
0: the the (laughs) biggest thing with that, so after watching this show and just after the show existing, they actually announced a Captain America four that is in development. Gotcha. Which makes me think at the end of the day that these. Okay. Also, before we continue any further, if you have not watched the show yet, we're just going to. Yeah, big boy spoilers. Spoilers. So if you have any interest in watching the show, then I would recommend going and watching it first, and then coming back and what we have to say about it, but I would not recommend listening if you have any interest in watching it because we're just going to talk about anything that happens. Unless you don't care about spoilers, in which case... Go for it. Do what you want. You're mad, man. (laughs) Um, Pull up a chair. Anyway, (laughs) so... Yeah, really. Basically, what I have concluded and basically inferred from these shows, the Disney Plus shows, is that they are really just long trailers for movies that will eventually come out starring yeah. these yep. characters. Yeah. a <laughs> yeah. little, little bit after WandaVision as well. You know, it culminates with Vision getting his white costume and Wanda getting her new Scarlet Witch costume and kind of getting that title. <laughs> and then she's going to be in Doctor Strange and mm-hmm. whatever else. We don't know what he's going to show up in. And then with this mo- with this TV show, they announced the new Captain America movie, <laughs> which I'm sure Winter Soldier will be in as well. And they give him the new title of Captain America and he's got his nice Captain America Falcon outfit um, that he got at the very end of the show. And so it seems like for shows like that, they're gonna really just be setting up for movies. I mean, there's still a lot of good stuff that can be pulled from it, but at the end of the day, the movies are really what's making them a billion dollars every single time. Disney Plus has been obviously making them a lot of money and I think they're gonna keep making these, but um, the movies are what's gonna really continue to be kind of the tent poles for Marvel. And so I'm fine with that as well, though, because I love the movies. I've loved the TV shows thus far. and But, like, for example, like with Loki, it seems like Loki is not going to be like that because I don't really know how they would bring him back into the movies. Yeah,
2: we'll see. But it's
0: cool because they've also said with Falcon and the Winter Soldier and WandaVision they are only really going to be one season each because show Have they those said that with just Falcon up.
2: and Winter Soldier?
0: I'm pretty much, they haven't for sure said gotcha. it, but I mean, well, yeah, after especially announcing with a the movie, announcement of the movie, it's like, it's like right. why would they make another TV show? Yeah, like I another agree. season. That makes sense. Um, but with Loki, they've said already that there are going to be multiple seasons. Oh, and right so,
2: on. I Now, the quick thing with Loki, <laughs> I don't want to get too sidetracked. This might just be like a Marvel Disney Plus episode. No, well, but, yeah. um, well, We need, we'll,
1: we'll we re- need to talk it, about news that's contextualized.
2: Point, Oh, yeah. We got oh, to talk yeah, about movie news before we get too much deeper. New segment. Alert. News, Woo. news, 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 news. Okay, yeah, I
0: guess while we're on the topic of Loki, it got pushed forward two days. So now it, it comes did. out May 9th. Yep. Or They're... no, sorry, not May 9th, June
1: 9th. <laughs> June. <laughs> like in two days. It comes I out in two days.
2: Yeah.
1: Or if I you're listening to night. this on Monday, yesterday. <laughs> 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 yesterday. Um,
2: But, yeah, yeah, that's a big deal. There was kind of just a short video of Tom Hiddleston just talking about how, like, he wanted to do something unexpected. And so Wednesdays Mm -hmm. are the new Fridays. And so not only is the first thing coming out on the 9th, but every episode will be coming out on Wednesdays rather than Fridays.
0: Which is very convenient for them because they also have... The Bad Batch coming out on Fridays, so now they can have people watching oh, two different times a week. Convenient. Yeah, it's Tom's
1: idea. Very yes, Tom. <laughs> the,
0: well, <laughs> yeah, Quotes. of
2: course it's not his idea, but oh, um, I'll, I'll, to clarify, The Bad Batch is the new Star Wars um, animated series that's a, kind of a spin-off from the Clone Wars uh, that had its first Just two started. episodes released this uh, this past week, and um, I. Honestly, have not yet watched them. I would imagine Lucas probably has, um, and I I've I've heard that they're just wonderful. So yeah, they're pretty cool. Wait, it's it's animated. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's in the same style as Clone Wars and Rebels.
1: Gotcha. But
2: I, looks looks more like season seven of Clone Wars that looks a lot better than the rest then, of yeah. Clone Wars.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was I went back and watched like a couple episodes of early Clone Wars, and I was like. It's, yeah, this is an old like, show.
2: Difficult for me to watch, <laughs> yeah. honestly. Yeah. But nothing is worse to me than Rebels Yoda.
1: Oh,
0: home. yeah. For, for the Yoda. listeners,
2: uh, we'll, we'll probably, let's try to share a post on the Instagram of Rebels Yoda. Because <laughs> it it's bad. Like, he looks ridiculous. It's <laughs> no good. I think it's so funny. Oh, but yeah. Anyway, Bad Batch is out. Good that's news. some big news. What else you got, Lucas? Is that it?
0: Uh, yeah, honestly, a pretty dead week for news. No, oh, I've got, uh, yeah, I've got cast, something. I was going to say oh, they Jared cast a, one of the characters of the Green Lantern TV show. So that's pretty cool. Oh, interesting. Uh, if you care about Green Lantern.
2: Yeah. It's uh, is that going to be a CW show? Because
0: No, luckily it is not. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> it's going to be a HBO Max show.
2: Oh, interesting.
0: And the guy they cast is named something that I forgot, but he's going to be George playing Lopez. Guy Gardener. And <laughs> George Lopez is playing Guy Gardener, the Green Lantern. <laughs> uh no, let's see. Finally some good news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I apologize that I forgot his name. Oh gosh. And then wow, just gave me the Lucas Dead air. Dead it's air. A, I know. It's Ryan Reynolds. Fill it, with, fill it with noise. Oh yeah, Finn Wittrock is his name. Huh. Finn R- Wittrock. Worth, will be worth, playing. worth the wait. He, <laughs> yeah, you know. Great. You know Finn Wittrock. Everyone's favorite um, every character. Jared. He's one of the young. Oh uh, yeah, go for it. Rich boys in The Big Short. If you've seen that, that works with Steve Carell. Oh yeah. So that might be where you've seen him. Otherwise, oh, he's been another random junk that I don't know.
2: Gotcha. Interesting with okay, oh, also Lala La Land. Give us your news, and then I'll give my news.
1: Netflix has a officially released the first teaser trailer for Stranger Things season four. Really. Yes. Wah wah wee wah. It seems Papa. This is going to be back in in. Eleven's uh, past. It's just, you see, Papa, in uh-huh. the facility. And that was, oh, nice. in the first season, I thought it was interesting, but then the more they dove into it, in like seasons two and three, I kind of lost interest. And yeah. so, we'll see. We'll see how it goes we'll this see. time. But that's all the trailer has, It's just like uh, some kids hanging out, playing with blocks and stuff.
2: Check
1: it comes out next out. year, right? <coughs> I don't know. I'm not the news boy. I'm just the boy <laughs> that's on YouTube too much.
2: I was just going to congratulate you, Jared. <laughs> you, you kept yourself pretty well informed this week to have <laughs> something to share. Um, my piece <laughs> yeah. of news to share, I don't know if this was necessarily announced um, in this last week, but it's recent news at least. And that is that um, it looks to be, I don't believe that it's uh, necessarily confirmed yet. But, uh, Mads Mikkelsen will be replacing Johnny Depp as Grindelwald in the next Fantastic Beasts movie. Um, Mads Mikkelsen, you know
0: everyone, <laughs> everyone's favorite series, The
1: Fantastic Beasts.
2: <laughs> yeah, honestly, uh... like at this point, I I don't even like Harry I don't Potter. Care.
1: They could change the whole oh, cast, what? and I'd be like, well. <laughs>
2: I know it's a hot. Bro, you
1: don't like Harry Potter? What the a, heck is wrong It's with
2: a you? hot take, and it gets me in trouble. But no, I'm it's just not, not right. <laughs> too hot. <laughs> but um, yeah, Mads Mikkelsen is personally one of my favorite actors. I just kind of feel like anything that he touches just gets a little bit better and a little bit brighter because he's just wonderful. And okay. so I'm. I'm. I think. Of people to choose to replace Johnny Depp in a character like Grindelwald, um, Mads Mikkelsen is definitely the way to go. So for all you, well, you Fantastic Beasts fans out there, um, did you uh, <laughs> all even twelve see of the you. second one? No, I didn't. I ha- I didn't see the first one. I don't care about awful. I bet the second one was
0: <laughs> so bad. I, how Johnny Depp is the worst stuff. part of it. It's It's so so bad.
1: Jurassic World. Are they? Are they? The second one was just that's the second Jurassic. The second was so bad. But these big studios can just keep pumping out bad movies, and people are going to pay to see it because of the title.
0: Fallen Kingdom was the last movie I saw in theaters before I left. Oh, (laughs) what a way to go! Well, uh, to be
2: fair, my last movie was Venom. Oh, I was about about to
0: say Venom. <laughs> so Venom is worse. Neither of us had say. good
2: send-offs.
0: Um, yeah, I just watched them all. Yeah. Matt Mickelson <laughs> is also going to be the antagonist of Indiana Jones 5. Yes, so, great. That
2: let's get cool. let's get him being uh, an angry German person again, just like in <laughs> yeah. that one James Bond movie that he's in. What is it? Casino. Casino. Yeah,
0: Casino Royale. Yeah. Let's
2: mm-hmm. do it. Let's I that. want more Mads in angry uh, European villain no roles. roles.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's also very good as Hannibal, if
1: you've seen that show.
2: Yeah, I've seen like clips and stuff, but I've never like watched the show. You
1: very know what good. show I have watched? What? Falcon, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Soldier. Ooh,
2: that's wow! Segway. <laughs> Segway King.
1: Thanks for the oh. news, boys. You're
2: welcome. That's, uh, yeah,
0: that's the end of the news. Yeah. There's no music or anything to.
2: There's to no that, news but... anymore. We've completed it.
0: Yep. Anyway, moving on from that <laughs> nonsense, um, this show that just came out that we haven't talked about yet, I'm, I'm going to start and just give some of my opinions on it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Let um, lose.
0: Well, lose. I liked it. So, hot take Lucas liked a Marvel thing. Isn't that wow. so absurdly wild? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought that it was pretty brutal splitting it week to week to be honest because it was so much more narratively driven than fel- uh, WandaVision yep. and so waiting a full week between each episode was just agonizing because it was like yeah here's it was like basically watching a movie and you had to pause it every like few yeah. minutes and then wait a full wait week a to week p- week play again yeah, yeah. so that was like no fun but it was good obviously at the end of it all um, I really liked the way that they developed the characters of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. How they gave us kind of some context for the rest of their lives that we didn't see, like how Falcon has like a sister and nephews, and um, how Bucky is still you know grappling with the fact that he just went around murdering people for decades.
2: And and how Bucky flirts with said sister as a weird <laughs> yeah. kind of side joke so... slash joke, which I honestly <laughs> yeah. loved. <laughs>
0: yeah, that was good. I it's love I love those two dynamic. You know. Their dynamic is very good. Um, yeah. So I really like that those two were together. And I'm sure that he will be in the new Captain America movie. He better be. I mean, it would be pretty absurd if he was not, um, since he's been in all the other ones. He's been like the driving plot of the, the Captain America movies. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure he'll be in the next one as well. But my biggest thing with this show and also with WandaVision is that Marvel really friggin' needs to learn how to pace their finales of these shows. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah. It's just like, here's a really slow burn for every episode up until the finale, which is way too rushed and doesn't have everything that you wanted. We're gonna give you the climax
2: in the... like, the first half of the episode, <laughs> and then just, like, the entire time is just going to be Dano for the, like, until the credits Yeah, yeah, roll.
0: seriously. It's like, okay. Uh, it was pretty weird. I mean, fine, I <laughs> guess, but I, like, I still liked it. I loved his costume. I thought that looked great. Okay. Money. Um, I loved the Money. reveal. It was awesome. Um, I'm excited to see that show up. If, if nothing else, if all that these Disney Plus gives... <laughs> Shows give us are great costumes for these characters. Then I'm fine with that because <laughs> All that matters. so far they've hit the ball out of the park. Especially considering that the original Falcon costume was just him in a t-shirt, yeah, and like gray wings. Right. And so now to see how far it's come is pretty awesome. Um But yeah, that finale while had some cool stuff was just like, ugh, why was it so horribly paced? Yeah.
2: And the the line where um purple elaine says oh, yeah uh, <laughs> Alay- <Alayne> from <laughs> elaine from a dark timeline <laughs> yeah, the, the forbidden alternate elaine. Universe
0: elaine yeah. um
2: she when she says the they're not going to need a captain america they're going to need a us agent it's like oh, so yeah. forced but also yeah. i was yeah. like but they're doing the U.S. agent thing, which is a character from the comics. And so, like, even yeah. though it was forced, I was still kind of, like, excited. But it was yeah. definitely, for me, like, an eye-roll moment when she said that. Where I was just like, what? Come on. Like, yeah. you couldn't have figured out a more natural way to bring that name up. <laughs> like,
0: the thing is, for most people watching it, they have no idea who the frig U.S. Exactly. agent is. So they're just like, so that line yeah, just this like, is like a...
2: you... <laughs> Okay,
1: that's, that's me. No idea.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, so I I like his black costume as well. That'll be cool. Yeah, because it's exactly it looks just like it's in the comics as well, but black. So, can I give my thoughts?
2: Yeah, go for us. I don't
1: think you guys will like me because I didn't love this show. Wow, Um... that is shocking! (laughs) Wow, Jared didn't like Marvel. thing. (laughs) Look, I love Marvel. (laughs) Look, I we I, freaking talked so much. Good stuff last week about these movies. I love some when Marvel hits the mark, it hits the mark. When it doesn't, it really doesn't. And for me, at least in the first three to f- like the ha- first half of the fourth episode, was excruciatingly boring to watch. And I thought <laughs> that the so I just so you guys know, uh, I watched it all in one sitting last night because I hadn't watched it and I needed to catch up for this podcast but um I thought the script thought it was so much more clever than it was you know in like in like the jokes it was telling and and like just kind of how the conversations were structured and and most of my issues with it at least in those first several episodes is just the writing right so here's a couple examples of like things I hated first of all I didn't laugh a single time in this show. It just wasn't funny. And the timing was horrible. Okay? Like, two, I I don't think I need to give an example because that's just how it was. Two, the timing was like they would say something and then immediately they would resolve it. Right? Or, like, almost every other scene was, you put two characters in who disagree with something. Right? They're like, hey, let's say falcon's like hey i don't think we should break baron zemo out of jail and then winter soldier's like how about we do and he's like there's no way i will ever like go along with this two seconds later he's like like winter soldier's like how about this one time and he's like sure fine this one time and that happened every other scene it's like we're not going to do this and he's like but how about we do and then like ah fine but you owe me for this (laughs) And it's, like, it was so lazy on how, like, those situations were resolved. It's, like, one person wanted it to go one way because the plot needed it to go that way. And the other person just agreed because the plot needed it to go that way, right? It didn't ever feel like the characters actually had to, like, you know, battle in these, like, interesting, like, different thoughts, processes, you know? Yeah. So... Yeah, well, you'll be glad
0: to hear the same guy who wrote the show is also writing the new movie
2: fantastic
1: awesome <laughs> dude i hope he does better i really do cuz like yeah. well, it was apparently apparently stale. A lot of
0: why it kind of was the way that it was is because they had a plot line that was going to be like the flag smashers were going to release like a pandemic on the world like a disease right and then they were like uh okay, we're not going to make now. that anymore yeah. <laughs> uh, so they had to they had to That's rewrite kind of it funny,
1: actually
0: um and so apparently like I don't know maybe that's just them trying to give themselves an excuse for some of that clunky writing but apparently that's why a lot of the things that happened with that in particular were weird
1: right Um. but I think besides that and then especially in those first several episodes as soon as like the scene where pseudo Captain America uh, John Walker freaking decapitates the guy with the shield you know what I mean and then From that point on, I was like, okay, the pieces are set. Like, we can actually, like, watch yeah. these different forces fight each other. Like, I'm right. okay. But that's... And it became interesting then.
2: Yeah, but that's at the end of the yeah. fourth episode.
1: Exactly. That that happens. And so I was like, I liked... I enjoyed two and a uh, half episodes yeah. of a six-episode show.
2: Yeah. I, I honestly... Uh, so this is the only take that's actually going to be a surprise. Um, I also was actually kind of underwhelmed by this show woo, um, and a little bit disappointed. However, I still, I still really liked it. Um, but it just, I, I was expecting it because of the fact that it didn't, it wasn't really going to be spending time in the weird, like WandaVision that it was just going to kind of be straight into it and, like, really captivating the whole time. But I would say the biggest weakness is exactly what Jared said, which is the first three episodes didn't do much to get me invested, you know? Um, However, I, I still, like, had fun, and just the fact that there was something Marvel for me to look forward to every week was enough, you know? And so, like... I still was captivated from the very first episode. I was just disappointed at the same time, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I really did, like, I, I enjoyed everything. I especially liked, um, the John Walker storyline, like, overall. Me too, it um, was cool. And, uh, fun fact for the, for all you out there listening, um, John Walker is played by Wyatt Russell, who is Kurt Russell's son. So, ah. um, now father and son of the Russell tree <laughs> of the Russell bloodline are now in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Kurt Russell having played Ego in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, um, but I she seriously dead, do though. think that. Uh, well, yeah, but you know, but I, I seriously think that the john walker storyline and just zemo's character were definitely the strong points oh Um, yeah
0: that's what i was gonna say I,
2: i don't really like the the plot hole developed by sharon carter being the power broker even yeah, we, that all was saw bogus. It, we all saw it coming from a mile away. Yeah. Right. But it's, yeah, that but was it's not like
0: an exciting reveal.
2: It wasn't an exciting yeah. reveal and it also doesn't make any sense at all.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> her character so, is just like when, with shows there's always a like I feel like sometimes there's just one plot line or whenever they jump back to it or like character where it's just like this isn't interesting and it was always it was always yeah. her. I yeah. was just like, I just yeah. don't care. However, luckily it was, it was
0: very minimal, though. Yeah, like it she was, was very minimal.
2: I, I loved the setting of Madripoor, that city. I thought that was a really cool place, and I would like to see places like that, kind of the, the underbelly of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, get expanded. Um, just because yeah. that stuff is usually fascinating to me. And even though I think that the reveal of Sharon Carter as the power broker was totally bogus and didn't make any sense... I'm still excited to see what they do with it now that it's in play, you know? Yeah. And kind of what new things will be presented to the universe because of that. I just, I, it's a shame that it came about the way that it did. Yeah, but, I agree. Um,
0: it, would, it would be lame if she was the main antagonist of the movie.
2: Oh, I really hope
0: that she's... Not. <laughs> that would be right. I doubt it, that <laughs> will be the case, but I bet she will be involved in some capacity. The writers of the yeah, show were she... just like,
2: yeah, we killed it with this one. We're going down.
0: <laughs> so that was the other <laughs> so, thing I was going to say about the finale of this and WandaVision. In WandaVision, it was the freaking Quicksilver thing, and in this, it was that. It's like they both like felt like they were building to something. And then the finales just like didn't really have anything like the reveal like the power broker wasn't even like an interesting reveal like everyone knew no. it was going to be Sharon Carter like yeah. there was just like no well, no yeah. intrigue with that at all
2: the the other storyline though that I want to highlight is the Isaiah Bradley storyline which is awesome and that actor yeah that
0: was cool whoever yeah. that guy
2: is I don't I don't know the actor's name but he like seriously every scene that he was in he just kind of, like, Atlas-style lifted the entire show up on his shoulders and carried it yeah, for a really. bit. Because he was, he was some kind of fantastic.
1: Yeah, I felt yeah, like in awesome. the... Uh, when he was first introduced, like, I thought... I, I didn't really care, I'm gonna be honest. Like, you know, they are talking about... It was yeah, so convenient same. that it was like, oh, the Winter Soldier, yeah, I fought this guy. He probably knows something about it, you know? And it just, like, it didn't ha- make any sense to me right how he knew he was there and stuff especially if isaiah is off the grid and like deleted as a person you know but then yeah. in the final few episodes like I, sp- I think it's episode five where he just like is. he happy- goes
0: back to his house yeah yeah
1: sam and and isaiah have like these long conversations and stuff and you learn more and more and like it's like that's super interesting it's yeah it's really like like powerful scene about this character like two episodes ago I didn't care anything about, you know? Yeah. So I think that was well executed on the latter half.
2: Yeah, exactly. I would agree.
1: For sure.
0: And the thing with um, these shows as well, and his grandson, I think it is, the kid who's living with him, he is also a superhero in the comics. Elijah
2: Bradley, (laughs) who becomes the Patriot. Yeah,
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, So another indication... That they're setting up Young Avengers at some point because
2: first of all, real quick side tangent: the Young Avengers is a thing in the comics. Who um, now they've introduced like kind of a lot of people who are part of the Young Avengers, mainly um, Elijah Bradley, who is the Patriot. Um, What are the names? Captain
0: America. Yeah, Billy and Tommy. Yeah. Billy and
2: Tommy Maximoff, who are Wiccan and Speed. From WandaVision. Um, Ant-Man's son, or Ant-Man's daughter, I mean, daughter. Ca- Cassie Lang, who is... I can't remember the name of her character. It's Stinger, maybe? I can't quite remember. Um, yeah, I can't remember. And then you've got... uh Bug girl. The, the female Hawkeye um, from the Hawkeye series, which will be Hawkeye's coming out daughter. Um, in the future. I no, think not it's, his daughter. It's not his daughter, it's just her name his protege. Yeah, Kate Bishop.
1: <laughs> yeah. There you go. Not the one he was like... Even though in the. <laughs> training in the with the bow. Yeah. <laughs> Help. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. All
2: right. Hey, that's fine. Um, but uh, and and I think maybe there's like one or two more. But they are. oh they yeah, have there's one that's of... going to
0: be in Doctor Strange as well. I can't remember who that. Yeah,
2: was. I think you're right. But they've they've sowed they've sown quite a few seeds for the Young Avengers and are just kind of continuing to do so.
1: Dude, I feel like they got to, yeah. like film that fast before these kids grow up. <laughs> you know they'll yeah. Well, these and the I'm thing. sure will
0: evolve into teenagers. I don't right. think they'll be the kid versions. <laughs> I hope no, so. No, probably not.
1: But cuz
2: those actors were <laughs> rough.
1: <laughs> well, no, no, kid no. Kid no, actors
2: no. in general are hard to work. No with, way. I the would
1: say. the kid who in in WandaVision. I don't I don't know their names, but the one that was like not the speedy boy. The other yeah. guy, oh, yeah, minor yeah. boy, he was in haunting at Hill House. Oh, he was. He was phenomenal in that. Like really? he was the cutest little boy that was just like, I was like, if this kid gets haunted or dies or anything happens to him at all, I'm going to cry. And so well, as don't soon tell as me he, what happens. As soon as he shows up in uh, this one, or in mm-hmm. Wandavision, I was like. Kids still got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. But, so I will yeah, be so... watching his career with great interest.
2: <laughs> great. Yeah. Well, thank you. So, anyway, um, definitely in future Marvel projects, keep your eyes out for young characters mm-hmm. with superpowers or potential to gain superpowers because they will likely be part of the young Avengers lineup whenever that inevitably happens.
0: That will probably be a movie, if I had to guess. I would guess. In phase five.
1: You you think it'd be a Um, movie? Yeah. I mean, I could see it being one, but I think it It could could also land itself to a a series, you know? A show. They've done so many small ones. They'll
2: probably probably
0: do a setup show and then a movie. Probably. (laughs) Another show to reintroduce the characters, (laughs) bring them together, and then. Leave you on a semi cliffhanger, and then will be resolved in a movie that comes out four years after the show. <laughs> yeah, it's so all gonna so. be set up.
1: <laughs> the setup show they're gonna be like, you know, teen like young teens because <laughs> of when it's filmed, mm-hmm. and then the <laughs> they're all gonna have facial hair and stuff, and the and yeah. the <laughs> it's gonna be the,
2: the YA <laughs> Avengers. Yeah, 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 young adult. They're they're gonna be grown up at that point.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Anyway, I thought the the um, Isaiah Bradley thing was very cool as well. I thought that was a really good addition. Um, also, yeah. just War Machine showed up in the first episode. For yeah, like I was like,
2: oh baby, to talk
0: to uh, to talk to Sam Wilson, and then yeah. it just never went anywhere from there. He's just like, yeah. hey man, I'm your friend. Well, and then and I
2: I've seen a couple him. of memes speaking of that are like Dale. They'll never accept a black Captain America. And then it shows, like, Rhodey in Iron Man 3 in his Iron Patriot armor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, am I yeah. a joke to you? Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: it's like they've definitely already kind of had that in yeah. the Marvel Cinematic in Universe. In the Marvel
0: movies, yeah. But
2: you just kind of have to choose to forget that so Suspend that... Suspend your disbelief. So that kind of the the racial aspect of the storytelling can be powerful. Yeah. But like true. in Marvel canon, they have and like very widely accepted a black Captain America replacement, up, and so true. that's just kind of something to note.
1: It was ten yeah. years ago, also. Yeah, <laughs> different times. Um, I wanted to ask you guys what you you, you thought about the Flag Smashers, uh, the primary antagonist organization. Uh, okay. of the series cuz so yeah yeah go for it i thought it was me,
0: lame that baron Zemo was not the primary antagonist because agreed. that's what i was wanting Hardcore everything agreed. he was in all the scenes he was in i loved yep. and i love the way that at the end in the raft he still ended up killing the flag smashers yep and what I really hope they're setting up for beyond Young Avengers and whatever else is Thunderbolts.
2: Thunderbolts, come on! Which
0: really seems like so. If you're not aware, as Jared,
1: I'm not the, <laughs>
0: the shifty. I'm, I I am so
1: I'm sick of this already. I'm sick of like literally every podcast we talk about. is like, every episode. It's like, oh, and they were actually setting up this and this, and I'm like, I don't care. Just give me some good shows, you know? I yeah. if you're gonna do yeah, a crappy no, totally show did. to set up another crappy show. I don't care. Give me some good content. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm pissed. <laughs> there he goes. Anyway, continue, Go Lucas.
0: <laughs> anyway, the Thunderbolts are basically like the evil version of the Avengers. Um, and so it's like Baron Zemo would be in it, I imagine. And I Taskmaster could be in it since he's going to be the antagonist of Black Widow if yeah. he doesn't die. Red Hulk. Um, Red Hulk would be awesome if they introduced him. They have Purple Elaine, um,
2: <laughs> Purple Elaine. U.S. Agent.
0: <laughs> I'm sure that that is part of what they're trying to set up with Purple Elaine because apparently she, she was going to be in Black Nick? Widow in some capacity or yeah. something. Is she'll, she'll probably be the Nick, Nick Fury of okay. the? Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's like yeah, in in
2: the comics she's played that role before. She's had she's had a bunch of different um, names in the comics, but one of them is um, Madame Purple Elaine. Purple Elaine. Um, <laughs> Madame Hydra, where she was like kind of a key member of Hydra, and she's had a bunch of different, um, yeah, monikers and titles and stuff, but she has historically kind of served as evil Nick Fury to kind of org- organize villainy against S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Avengers.
1: Yep. Well, so. Good thing I lost her character for, in um, this. <laughs> Ah. I mean she was such a huge part of it. it was a Huge deal. And she was so she funny, like ha ha, and quirky, ha <laughs> She's like, you can call me Val, hey. but don't call me Val. I'm like, all right, <laughs> f off.
0: You can call me Purple Elaine because that's my true name. That's yeah, I like... will.
1: I will only ever call her Purple Elaine. <laughs> yeah, seriously.
0: So I don't know how much or little oh. she's gonna show up in the future, but I liked Baron Zemo a lot. Even though his mask got very minimal screen time, it was cool that it existed at all.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So what about Flag Smashers? (laughs) Yeah, Flag Smashers.
0: Let's talk about the Flag Smashers. Sorry, I derailed that because my opinion, I will just be brief, I didn't really care. So the Flag
2: Smashers are um, kind of an altered version of what they are in the comics, which is not uh, multiple people, but one person whose villain name is Flag Smasher, and his goal is to basically break down um, government barriers and unite the world um, but his name is Carl Morgenthau and so they have switched that around to be Carly Morgenthau leading the terrorist organization the Flag Smashers which is honestly kind of a very clever alteration of the comics to, to use yeah, it definitely. In, a, in a way that feels more real world um, however I think and of course like I'm not out claiming that I could do any better, but, um, (laughs) they, they do kind of fall in the trap of like, Oh, these bad guys are kind of the good guys even. And they have good ideas, but then their leader is like just a little bit crazy. And so they're Mm -hmm. doing stuff a bad way. And so it's like, while, while I get that, that is, I think probably more inherently compelling than just bad guys that are just bad for the sake of being bad. Right. You know, like a like a Team Rocket in Pokemon type thing where they're just like, <laughs> we just want to ruin stuff. It's like... like it. It's, I wish I it's knew more, more about the motivations
1: of Team and Rocket. It, yeah, <laughs> honestly. So me the bay too.
2: <laughs> I wish I
1: <laughs> got a
0: Team Rocket backstory TV
1: show. Well, actually, Disney they place. wanted to protect the world from devastation.
2: Yeah. To unite all... <laughs> so, something of whatever whatever yeah <laughs> jesse james um but uh, <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> i pulled a lucas and derailed that <laughs> <laughs> Got i
2: i i feel bad kind of presenting this as an issue without any possible solutions but i did kind of feel like even even with them presenting that the Flag Smashers kind of had a good point and a good reason, it was still kind of very predictable the way that they were still going to be the bad guys. Which is, Carly will stop at nothing and she'll kill people. And it just kind of wasn't as interesting as I wanted it to be.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I think you can present a criticism of something. Without having a solution, and that does yeah. not make your criticism invalid. Thank you, Lucas. Because you shouldn't just. It's like, oh yeah, well, you didn't like this one thing. Well, I'd like to see you solve do it a and better. Do it better. Do a better. Therefore, your well, guess what? Of it do it better or is never is or speak. Relevant. It's not your exactly.
1: <laughs> it's not your job to make it good. It was You're not job. paid
0: to write these shows as yeah. they are.
1: Um, I I think this falls into the category of what I was talking about earlier, where the show thinks they're more clever than they are. Uh, or the the script thinks it's more clever than it actually was where yeah, like I yeah. did appreciate that they weren't just bad guys like you know, but it, it still didn't feel like Carly was ever put into too much of a hole right of yeah. like she's backed into yeah. a corner. now she's getting like a little bit like nasty, a little malicious uh, where you know it, it just didn't feel like there was ever really like a need like a change that needed to happen. It was like, oh, uh, I'm just gonna b- kill these people, uh, and I don't really care. Uh, but that's because you know, they're even worse. You know. Yeah. It's like I. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Go I was for just gonna it.
0: say I didn't care at all when she died.
2: Yeah. Same. She I died. Have no emotion. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. It was just like, oh, okay, well, whatever. At least she won't show up in anything else.
2: Well, yeah, right. and then, like, Falcon flies her back to the police, like, Batman at the end of Arkham City carrying the Joker out, and it's, like, supposed to be this beautiful, amazing thing, but you're just kind of like, okay, like, she's dead, and apparently Falcon has decided that he, like,
0: Who cares now? is
2: a flag smasher, basically. I don't know, the whole thing is just... It seemed a little bit weird, but that moment lent itself very well to Sam's awesome speech, yeah. at the end of yeah, that was cool um, of the thing. I've seen a lot of complaints funny enough relating to what we just said about complaining about stuff without presenting a solution, <laughs> which is basically that that um, whole monologue that he does is that where he basically is just like, you need to do better, Senator. And they're like, how? Like, what do you mean by do better? And he's just kind of like, no, I will just keep going. Like, (laughs) no, what it was is him saying, you need to do better, Senator. And then um, the Senator saying, do you want to explain how I could do that? And then... Captain America's face on Sam saying, no, I don't think I will.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, That's a pretty good name.
2: (laughs) It was solid. But like, I kind of do see the point, but I really did like that monologue. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was a little bit ham-fisted, but I I overall thought it was a good addition. I I think it was better to have it than not, even if it was a little bit like, ooh, I guess he's doing this now.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I thought that part, felt like the lines of the where i could just see the script you know yeah had started yeah. to fade by then right mm-hmm. and so i actually felt like that was a little more actual like hey if i was a superhero and i just saved the day and like now i'm like trying to give a speech i don't know what i would say and i'm like yeah. would be coming up with it and like yeah you know, he's like I, he's like you know, this is a complex problem. He's like, it is a complex problem, but we need to be talking about it instead of just, like, yeah. making decisions on one side, you know? And right. so for me, that landed super well because it wasn't like, yeah, I, I say something, and then he says quirky remark, and then I say, no, I'm not going to do that, and then he says, but just this one time, and I say, okay, fine, <laughs> okay. let's go to that place. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: Um, I, I would also agree because that did feel like a very good, like, non-action superhero moment for falcon you know or for captain america i suppose but also in that last sequence there were a lot of moments that kind of elicited almost spider-man 2 sam raimi spider-man 2 like hero moments that i just Mm -hmm. like when he saves the lady from the crashing helicopter And everyone on the street just like gets out of their car and starts clapping. Yeah. And I'm like, to me, that's not realistic. Doesn't matter. Because it (laughs) feels like a comic book. This superhero comes and saves the day, and everybody's like, Yeah, let's go. And I just like, (laughs) I really liked it. And there were there were like, I remember kind of a couple moments in that finale where I kind of had the same, like, mystical, like magic feeling towards these superheroes that I do when I watch Spider-Man too.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Or, like, when... uh, Just when Winter Soldier, like, saves the people out of the van. You know what I mean? He's yeah. He like, rips it off, and they, like, get out. And he's like, thanks for saving me. And it was just, like...
2: You yeah. know,
1: it's just, like, <laughs> like kind of dumb. Like, yeah. on paper, but... I don't know. It was a straight nice straight, at, straight
2: off of the I, page I, I of life... the comic book. Yeah. yeah.
0: I liked the intro of the suit as well. How he throws the shield through the window and it conks that guy and then he like does a backflip yeah. like oh, yeah, through the window.
1: Yeah. Cuz I, I feel cool. like I'd seen I, I had no idea what the suit was going to look like if I'm being honest with you guys. Like yeah. I mm-hmm. didn't I don't know the comics or anything like that. I feel like I should have been a little more <laughs> expecting it to be big bright stars and stripes yeah. <laughs> a little mm-hmm. bit. <laughs> oh, it's but very But like it was like Wakon from Wakanda I was like, maybe it's more of like a like uh, Winter Soldier's arm or kind of Black Panthery, but yeah. <laughs> no, he flies in, it's like bright Straight bold. Up, like, and I was like, that's that's pretty yeah. awesome. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. I I honestly I,
0: I'm glad they're actually doing like superhero costumes. Yeah, it's like yeah. Well, they've just kind of realized at this point people are fine with watching yeah. superhero stuff, and so you don't have to make it faded mono, monochrome leather yeah. in every single character's outfit.
2: For that's me, true. the first time I saw it, I was like, that's a lot of white up top. And it, like, is almost <laughs> distracting. Just, like, like a lot of white compared to the red and blue. That I was kind of like, whoa, that's maybe a lot <laughs> to take in at first. But yeah. the more I look at it, the more I love it. Just a it, sensory it overload. It seriously is, like, sure. basically exactly what he wears in the comics, which is really, really cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, um unfortunately for me, the complaint I have is the headgear on it with the little ear holes with his ears poking out. It just looks a little goofy to me, like to the point that it's like, I, I, I look at it and I'm not thinking, oh, that looks like it's from the comics. I look at it and I'm thinking, that's got to be so uncomfortable. And I don't know, it just kind of takes me out of it. because just, just next time you look at a picture of him, look at the sure. little ear holes and look at his little ears poking out, it's funny. And it's a little <laughs> but I I have come around on the costume, and I, I like it a lot now.
1: Yeah. 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 I think overall, yeah, I I enjoyed just watching the remarks. show. Right. I enjoyed watching the show, from like hindsight, but seriously, getting myself to click next next episode was so hard. <laughs> like I was just like I just don't. Is it worth it? Can I just watch it tomorrow? And so I ended up just cranking it out. But ultimately, I liked it. I thought it was choppy, as far as dialogue and as far as decisions, choppy and like yeah. nonsensical for the first three episodes. As soon as the pieces were aligned and things started happening, I could at least watch it for more of a plot and less of like peep like a dialogue standpoint because the dialogue was awful. Uh, except for the what was his is isaiah bradley. isaiah bradley that stuff was that yeah. was really really great stuff um i thought john walker was a compelling character i wish i had a little bit more of like reasons to like him right than reasons not to they, they gave us a little bit of both but yeah like i wanted to care about him more as a person
2: yeah
1: but they set him up in a way where i was already against him and right. then the mm-hmm. smaller things were not as impactful positively as they were negatively Uh, and then as far as the flag smashers go they could have been really interesting and I thought for the most part like I enjoyed their presence um, and the idea behind them was cool as well as the world building part of like as soon as everyone disappeared people had to like come together and fill those roles and like actually like Work together to make everything still exist and like operate. I thought that was really interesting. Uh, and then the fact that everyone came back and then it started going back the way it was and people were resisting against that. Love that. That's awesome. But yeah. I just yeah. felt like they could have written it better. So my yeah. big gripe with the whole show is just writing.
2: Yeah. I, um, <coughs> for me overall, I, today, on this podcast, have been much more critical of it than I think I actually am. And I think it's just because it's a little more interesting to talk about it from the more critical lens. But I really did yeah. enjoy it. I, I recognize the problems that it has, but I thought that it was great. Interesting enough, I one of my big disagreements with you is on the John Walker thing, because I think that it's kind of refreshing to have a villain who I can just dislike and and he can he can just be the bad guy and like i don't know it like i i get what you're saying with it and i i see that but every now and then i just like having a villain that's just a villain you know right no and and i like him because he feels like a very real world villain like this is just a bad guy who despite his best intentions Keeps just doing bad stuff, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just, I mean, I would have liked just a little bit more context, or a little bit more to like make his presence feel like. I don't know. I'm not a movie critic, you guys, or a TV yeah. <laughs> critic. No, no, I'm no. A, I'm a child. Yes, you are.
2: Well, if you don't uh, have a, if you don't have a solution, don't speak. Remember <laughs> <yeah>, that rule. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's
1: our the. <laughs> Orange boys, orange rule. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you don't have a solution, don't speak. Don't speak. Um, Your opinion is invalid.
1: I don't know. I felt like he I, I wanted a little bit more feminine. I don't know where or how. Yeah. I just felt like he needed a bit more.
2: Yeah. I feel
1: uh, that. I love but, villains who are just <laughs> horrible and bad people. Like I know Niall rolls his eyes every time I say Game of Thrones. But, like, you've got those uh, (laughs) uh, Ramsey Boltons and those uh, Joffreys, you know, that are just horrible people. And you hate everything they do. And then it's so satisfying when they get their just ending. But then when it kind of was mixed where it was like some things were good, some things were bad. And then he helps when they fight. And then, you know what I mean? Like, he's doing good things and he's doing bad things. It's like... I, I, if they're going to polarize it and make him just a bad guy, make him a bad guy, if he's going to be a little more complex, give me a little bit more.
2: Sure. No, I get yeah, that. So get. But I think something that we have not really highlighted, and I think it's just because it's been so obvious and there's nothing to criticize there, is that this show really just did a wonderful job of putting Falcon and Winter Soldier into a spotlight Really kind of unlike anything we've seen to this point, and just making us love both of those characters that much more right. and and kind of excited to see where they'll go from here. And I am beyond excited to see, you know, Sam Wilson and Bucky in the future and see how they move forward from this point. And I truly do feel like this um, series, despite all of its mistakes, will make those characters on screen, even if they're acting as side characters in some other thing, it will make me more fascinated by what they're doing and and more interested yeah, in those for characters sure. as a whole. And so, I, this... in my eyes, the series accomplished what it set out to do.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think, and especially, especially since... if we're done with Winter Soldier, I feel like we've had so much of a... Like, sorry, the Winter Soldier part of Bucky's character. I love right. that. I love Sebastian Stan in that role, and I love everything they have done. But it feels like every time he's on screen, it's like, oh, I'm a bad guy, oh, I'm a good guy, oh, you know. And it's yeah. kind of like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like this kind of gave him some resolution to that, so now he can, like, do something else with his character. Right. Does that make sense? And so, sorry, Lucas, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm honestly done talking. I hate no, people. I was going to say, especially since... <laughs> I'm um... done speaking. <laughs>
0: Um, These guys, now that, you know, Iron Man is dead and Steve Rogers is on the moon, probably, I guess, since they (laughs) mentioned it multiple times, I assume that's actually where he is. So Um, goofy. (laughs) um, They'll kind of be more of the headliners of the Avengers, if they ever really do another Avengers movie. Like, I'm sure they will eventually, but I don't know that it's going to be really anything... Like, I, I feel like there's a reason they haven't announced any sort of Avengers movie after Endgame, just because it's like, how can you even ever follow that up with any of those characters? Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, just, hey, here's all the, what the individual characters are up to on their own. I don't know that they're ever going to come back together, but like, let's see what they're up to across the multiverse or whatever. And so I'm excited to see kind of like Sam Wilson's Captain America. I, I imagine Rhodey will take the place of Iron Man since he's still around. Um, Bucky can be uh, also there. And then, you know, Thor is going to have Jane Foster or Thor. So it's going to be very interesting once there is another team up movie. I'm excited for it when they come back together, however they explain it. Um, but I like the way that they've been setting up. And at the end of the day, I, I, yeah, I still really liked it. The Flag Smashers, while they weren't my favorite part, I think it's interesting that they're still. Referencing the blip that that's not just something that is going away. Yeah, That it's like very much ingrained in every single part of the Marvel stuff That's been coming out like yeah. since Endgame or since Infinity War, I guess um, because like in um, Spider-Man it was a big thing in WandaVision it was a big thing and in this it was a big part of it and so it's cool that they're like yeah, here are the actual like consequences from if half the world went away and then it all came back, like just random people living in each other's houses, because like, of course, like someone's house would just be empty, like someone would buy it or move in. And then yeah. when that family like came back to existence, it'd be like, hey, wait. So I, I thought that was really interesting, all that type of stuff that they were referencing in the mm-hmm. show. And I, I loved the main characters. I thought they were awesome. I love Baron Zemo. I just like his character in general. I think so far him and Civil War and this and whatever they use with him in the future, I'm very excited for. I hope Thunderbolts actually does happen. I agree (laughs) with Jared's point where it's like I would rather, like, setting up stuff has just been a part of Marvel, the cinema MCU since Iron Man 1, but you can do it with still having a really good plot and a really good show or movie or whatever. And so I'm excited to see kind of what they do from here with the thunderbolts but i hope that it's not as like ham-fisted or like hey look it's the classic marvel setting things up thing yeah um but i i think black widow will probably have some of that as well because taskmaster would be an awesome part of that team um but we'll see i guess also if it had not been pushed back black Widow would have come out this weekend so
2: it would have come out out today
0: yeah. Well today we're recording this on Whoa, Friday. Today so. on
2: Friday, May May seventh.
0: Two more months until we get our first Marvel movie since oh. Spider Man um Far From Home was the last one in theaters Which that was one. two years yeah. ago.
1: <laughs> that is that's insane.
0: Yeah. I think, yeah, right. That's two yeah, years.
2: About two years.
1: Yeah, it yep. would have been July. Because it was it July, of of July. nineteen. I watched it on the third of July.
0: So yeah over two years by like a few days because it comes out July 9th um, but anyway for now the Disney Plus stuff is pretty cool and it's sustaining the Marvel itch I guess but I'm really excited for the movies more than anything that's yeah. that's really what's the best part of Marvel I think still um, but yeah it was a good time I enjoyed it and I'm excited to see what the characters do um, do we have any fan questions or anything like that I don't think no. so
1: no no, these right. discussion ones check, are a little, so. a little more free form <laughs>
0: A little bit less questiony. Yeah, a little, a
1: little bit, a little
0: bit less inquirous, Yeah, which well, is a word I'm. Maybe sure. Maybe more
1: inquirous
0: if Maybe you think more about inquirous, it.
2: But In- less, In- In- more, more fluid. fluid. Specifically, In- yeah,
0: In- more inquiry fluid. Less <laughs> questiony. Well,
2: I guess. Yeah, we'll just call the episode Falcon and Winter Soldier discussion, like we did with Wandavision, and people will know. Yeah.
1: They'll maybe. get over it. They
2: probably won't even read the title. They probably Wasn't won't true. even listen to the episode, honestly. <laughs> no, so <same>.
0: I mean, <laughs> if we would have taken that $100 million sponsorship, we maybe yeah. could have. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We could have put that money back in the podcast and gotten bigger.
0: That's true. True.
2: But now we just but, have oil and cheese pills. Yeah. <laughs> Which are very yummy. Yeah, now, I feel great. <laughs> I would recommend consuming them. I feel awesome. I'm eating one um, now. Ready? Here's yes. the crunchy outer shell. I'll bite into the mic. Don't.
1: Don't bite the. <laughs> don't bite the pill. That's gross. We've
2: got to bite in so that all yeah. the oil can fill your, fill the, space.
1: That's so very gross. good and cool.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Orange Point Query. This yeah. has been Lucas, Jared, and Niall. And, and Niall, see you next week. I'm Jared.